It's almost time, kids. The clock is ticking. Be in front of your TV sets for the horathon, and remember the big giveaway at nine. Don't miss it, and don't forget to wear your masks. The clock is ticking. It's almost time. Hello, nerdy verse. Welcome to Nerd Herder. This is a very bad blab blab. Please, dear God, make it stop. Hi. <laughs> Good I, evening. I, I, I am Big Dracula. I am Little Dracula. And, and we, well, <laughs> so small. Welcome to the spooky times of Nerdyverse. Um, <laughs> welcome to whatever this is. Welcome to the, this episode where Boba is trying to attack the microphone. He's cute, it's, though. Uh, yeah, it, it's happening. Uh, and where we talk about scary, the scariest thing happening, I'm just going to go ahead and tell yeah. you, the scariest thing happening is that we've been allowed to continue podcasting. Right? I mean, it's <laughs> been three years so far. We're still going. No one's right. stopped us yet. So, uh, but no, uh, controlled spooks happening here. Nothing <laughs> too crazy. Um, I'm sorry, sir. This is a class one controlled spook. <laughs> uh, it, yes, it gonna is a class a one. We have a classic. Uh, spook, yes, we do. Um, to discuss uh, as much as we can in in this episode, um, yeah. we needed some time to work on our hundredth episode of Nerd Herder, uh, the main show, the one where we talk about Star Wars and all that good stuff. This this is Nerdyverse, where we talk about everything else. And so, uh, sorry if you walked into the wrong show, but uh, glad you're here. Sit down and let's talk about a German bloodsucker. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's... Romanian, right? Transylvanian. Transylvanian. Carpathian. Yes. yes. Uh, most times, yes, played by either a German or British actor. Yeah. Yeah. Played by a lot of people. Oh my gosh, you have no idea. Dracula is, has been around for so long uh, at this point, om- yeah. almost going on at least as far as the films, a hundred years. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, you're bound to get a lot of people uh, playing the same character over and over. And everybody and thinks the next one again. is the next big one. Uh, and sometimes it just looks like a rat-faced dude. Hey. Um, so, <laughs> well, To be honest, we all have our favorites, which we'll get to later in the episode. Sure. But I think everybody has the one that they think is the iconic Dracula. Mm-hmm. Um, I think a lot of people think of Bella Lugosi, for one, definitely. Uh, I think a lot of people really think of Christopher Lee as well. But we'll get there, won't we? Mm-hmm. Um, we for, will, apparently. We will. Uh, first things first, John, I want to tell you a story uh, that is one of the coolest stories I've ever heard. Uh, personally, I heard the story first on Lore, the podcast by Aaron Mankey. He is a very talented storyteller. Uh, but I want to tell you the Very story. Very cool podcast, too. Oh, yeah. Highly recommend it. Or the book, if you're a reader uh, oh, yeah. you mean of the, that. The book it, that I have in my lap? It's one of those that it's not really a podcast, except in the sense that a dude records something and puts mm-hmm. it on the internet. It, it's much mm-hmm. more in line with an audio book, yeah, which I, is why it just became a book eventually. I listened to it to fall asleep. Um, you can also catch it on Amazon uh, yes, Prime. Yes, a very good show. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only show that I've ever had to stop because it freaked me out. Um, specifically the lobotomy episode. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But anyway, uh, that is one of my sources for this episode is the world of lore, monstrous so if we're creatures. So blame them. No. <laughs> uh, it's one of the many that I used. But I want to tell you the story of the Brown family, if okay. I could. Okay. If you will allow me. All right. We're going all the way back to the beginning. 
Oh, okay. Of take lore. me on a journey. Uh, this story is going to take place mostly in 1892. So that's where our story begins. Okay. Um, back in actually, it's going to start in 1882 uh, with the death of the matriarch of the Brown family, Mary Brown. Mm-hmm. Uh, George and Mary Brown were a family that lived in uh, Exeter, Rhode Island. This is all the way back when, you know, New York was rolling planes and not giant buildings. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Brown family in Exeter, Rhode Island, first was the death of Mary, uh, the mother, and then she died of consumption, which we now know is tuberculosis. Mm-hmm. Uh, the reason it's called consumption is because it literally looks like your body is eating itself alive. You mm-hmm. become deathly pale. You lose a ton of weight. You have dark circles around your eyes. Does any of this start sound familiar to you? Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah. Mary Brown died of consumption. And then, right after her, uh, the Brown's daughter, Mary, died mm-hmm. of consumption. Yes. Two Marys? Two Marys. Okay. Two Marys. Say and, two Hail Marys and they'll be fine. Ah, yikes. <laughs> um, and then 10 years later, in 1892, their daughter Mercy died. Mercy Brown. I have mercy. Yes. Mercy Brown died in January of 1892. And then since the ground was so hard, they could not put her in the ground yet. So they put her in a crypt mm-hmm. um, until, you know, the ground softened for her to be buried. Mm-hmm. The fact that this is very important to the story. Okay. Uh, there's 10 years between the burials. Um, so Mercy Brown dies. Uh, George is left with his final child, Edwin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Edwin Brown gets sick in 1892, a few months after Mercy Brown. Uh, well, when your last child is sick, it's easy to think, you know, I'm willing to do anything to help this kid. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, George started having nightmares. Uh, he started having nightmares that his daughter Mercy was walking through the house, standing at the edge of Edwin's bed and looking down on him. Uh, Edwin was also crying out for Mercy because, I guess, you know, favorite sister. Exactly. Hmm. Um, So George did the most, you know, reasonable thing he could think of. took his child to therapy. Well, that would be the better option. Right. Did they even believe in therapy at this point? No, they believed in witchcraft. Okay. Well, close enough. These, uh, Rhode Island at this point was made up of mostly German immigrants. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of superstition baked into the people, German mm-hmm. and Irish immigrants, which mm-hmm. a lot of the rural South as well mm-hmm. is made up of German and Irish immigrants. My yeah. family for one. Absolutely. That's the original rednecks. Exactly. Uh, so he did the most, you know, reasonable thing that he could think of. He went to the rest of the town in a town hall and he told them about what was going on with his family you know he told them about the dreams he told them about edwin mm-hmm. uh, he told them about the phantom of mary that's or of mercy that seemed to be haunting them and the town they got together and they cooked up an idea can you guess what that idea was exorcism close reverse exorcism intercism <laughs> <laughs> intercism yes i like that idea uh, well, let's write thought, a book about it. Yeah, actually. Ah. They came up with the idea of, well, you know what? We're going to get to the bottom of this. We're going to dig up the bodies of your family <laughs> and we're going to see what's happening. 
because they believed that Mercy, the reason that she was visiting them, was because she was a revenant. You know Mm -hmm. what a revenant is on the top of your head? It is a tank in Halo 4, I think it was introduced, or maybe it's Halo Reach. It was around that era. It looks like a Kumon to me. Um, That would that would be a warthog, <laughs> not know, even the right side. Uh, no, it, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a Juan, right? It's like a, I died in anger and now I just live out of spite as a spirit. Kind of. It, you, you're absolutely right with the spite uh, part of that. Uh, they believed that Mercy had died in such a horrible way that she had come back specifically for Edwin. Because that was like the... So that she could feed off of his life. The lore back in the day, like, they weren't just ghosts. They were, like, different classes of ghosts, depending on how people died, right? Mm-hmm. Or stuff like, or, or like, murdered people became a different kind of ghost than just, say, like, an, an old person with regrets or yeah. stuff like that. Well, like, that's that's the point of a revenant, is they are called, in Latin, uh, the, the Latin translation is to come back. Or gotcha. if you're in, if you're a, a Norwegian person, I guess, a Slavic person. I am not. Uh, no, you're not. You're <laughs> Irish. Um, they would be called a Dragor, which... That became, sounds way cooler. They become popular in the fantastic game of Skyrim, um, which is a translation of again walkers. So what makes Revenants and Dragor uh, important here is they come back for a specific purpose. Mm-hmm. They come back to feed off the life force of... A living person. Mm-hmm. So that's what the townspeople were sure was happening here. Mm. They knew for a fact that Mercy uh, was walking at night, coming into Edwin's bedroom and feeding off his life force and making him die quicker. Mm-hmm. He just had tuberculosis. That's the that's that's what we're getting to here. Yeah, she was not a vampire. Um, they knew the word because vampires have existed for. As long as humanity has come up with stories, uh, just has different names and different spellings of names. So what they did, again, we're talking real logical, uh, reasonable people. Uh, first, they dug up the grave of the Marys. Uh, <laughs> they dug up uh, Mary Senior, Mary That's Junior. That's not how you get it in with Jesus. It is really not. <laughs> um, and they found them to be, you know, satisfactorily decomposed they did they did they did did like they bones they're in there so yeah they're fine they're satisfied and this they were buried 10 years ago is big thing here uh whereas when they got to mercy's body which had been put in the ground maybe a few months ago they dug they dug her up she looked almost pristine because it's cold exactly it's cold outside she had been in a crypt for mm. months and months and months. But, you know, this was before CSI. This was before we knew about decomposition and preservation well, uh, and stuff yeah, like and, that. Well, and, and two, you don't typically dig up the dead people. So I can understand them being usually. like, whoa, what the heck? Because, I mean, like, yeah, you might have accidental um, recovery of dead bodies. You know, <laughs> accidental recovery, yes. Flooding, um, you know, all, any number of reasons why you might see a dead body that was previously buried and you're like, oh, that looks like a dead body. Yeah. Versus a mausoleum situation where you, you have to remove the body or, or you have to excavate to kind of get there. And so it's just like, I can understand the, holy cow, this is weird. 
Yeah. A little bit more. But and like I said, these are superstitious people. And and that's why I can also understand them <laughs> losing their minds over it. Yep. And so with the confirmation, supposedly, that Mercy Brown was a vampire or a revenant or, you know, a nightwalker or whatever. Um, they, a lady of the night. A lady of the evening. <laughs> Lucy Harker. Um, she, we'll get there. Uh, they did the even more reasonable, logical solution. Uh, they cut out her heart and they cut out her liver. Uh, they took them over to a slab of stone that was a few feet away. They burned them to a crisp. They gathered the ashes and they mixed the, uh, they mixed it with alcohol and water. And then, I know, they went back to Edwin and gave him the tonic to cure his vampirism. And said, did they say drink it? Yep. Gotcha. Yeah, they used to do that with all kinds of stuff where it it was this weird, it was this, it was almost like how they used to believe like bloodletting, like, oh, you've got bad in your body, so bleed. Mm-hmm. You know, it that sh- that'll get it out. You know, uh, that'll drain the evil. Yep. It, and this, the same thing of just like, oh, this thing, yeah, let's turn it into a seltzer water, and and that'll solve the problem. <laughs> this and is medieval like, Lacroix, oh, folks. Right. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. So they made a tonic for Edwin to drink because the heart and the liver are supposedly the sources of life at this time. I I, I get it. You know, heartbeat. Like, that's the most vital organ, I guess. And yeah. the liver, you they know. They both have the most blood. Well, without a liver, you're pretty, you are you're pretty screwed. screwed. Yeah, because, like, we eat and drink all kinds of things that thank God for our liver uh, as an organic filter, because goodness gracious. Um, yeah. Yeah. So um, I can, I get that. I get that. Um, Edwin Brown died maybe a few months later. <laughs> so it is it not. a coincidence you decide you decide blah 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 <laughs> uh what i have just told you is the story of the first american vampire mercy brown um i like the werewolf better i i know <laughs> i know american werewolf in london is one of the best movies ever made I don't, pretty dang good it's yep. so good some of the best well uh, tra- uh transformation scenes yeah Special effects on the forward on that. Um, I I like stuff like this where yeah. like real life horror stories because so many times they're so literary, they're so theatrical. Um, this was just a townspeople going crazy. Yeah, like the, I mean, stories all come from somewhere, you know. And so it's really interesting to uh, look up. I mean, you know, and same thing. Like there's been people in history considered as vampires simply because mm-hmm. of some medical disorder oh darling. um you know in the early days of transfusions and everything where it's just like oh surely that is inhuman that's that's un unholy and it's just like no it's just different yeah um and then sometimes there are screwed up situations like this one. <laughs> oh yeah and i it would be you know irresponsible of me not to mention that uh a hundred years before this happened there was another case of american vampirism uh sarah tillinghast she was a supposed vampire as well. Uh, her The difference between this story and her story is that on a few years later, uh, the story of Mercy Brown was publicized in a newspaper called The New York World. Um, we know this because this specific article was found among the notes and papers of a London theater company manager, Bram Stoker who wrote Dracula based 
partially at least, on this story. And this is the 1800s? This is 1897. That's not as early as I thought. Nope. Interesting. It's so easy to forget well, any, how close this is. Anything like more than like 50 years out starts to bleed together so much. Like it's it gets so yeah. muddy with what happened when, or, or maybe it's just me where it's just, yeah, like it, after a certain point, it seems like it's all just far off and it's weird. I don't know. I just, it being Dracula's been such a, a piece of media for so long, I just imagined it was much, much longer than that. Oh, yeah. And it's so ingrained in our culture as well. Like, yeah. we are horror fans. We've seen the story of Dracula so many times. Sure. And even if not that, you've, you've seen vampire stuff. Yeah. So, um, are arguably the king of vampires, but not not the only one, but definitely what created the the fan favorite genre. Oh sure. yeah, definitely. Um I just for fun, really quick, I went through and looked up some different cultures stories about vampires mm-hmm. or, you know, life-sucking individuals. Chupacabra. No. No? No. That's it's That's, literally called the goat sucker. Yeah. They That's suck not goats, like, not blood. They suck the blood of goats. Yeah. Which is probably more like delicious than human blood. There, there is also again. We eat so many McGriddles. Right. Like it's so many. We are so tainted. I feel bad for a modern day Dracula. We are not healthy. In the no, space. we are not good for you. Go eat vegans. Vegan. <laughs> I like how you went go vegan and I went eat vegan. Uh, same thing. Same thing. Um. Yeah. So. Okay. Yes. Like I said, Western Europe, they had the revenants. They come back to life. Uh, Spiritual vampires. In Norse mythology, they had the Draugr. Again, walkers. Uh, in Greek mythology, there was the daughter of Hecate, or Hecate, Hecate. I'll have which people tell me which is right. Hecate. Uh, I'm going to say Hecate. Um, H-dog. Her daughter, Impusa. <laughs> I know. I know. I'm the same. I'm a Sam. I'm a Impusa. <laughs> well, <laughs> Impusa's thing was that she would walk at night, and she would drink the blood of uh, young virgins and eat their flesh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which that's what you do when in Greece. Right, when, you know. in, when in Greece. Uh, in Africa, they have the Ramanga, Ram- I think, Ramanga. It, it's, if it's not pronounced how it's spelled, I don't know. Uh, where they would drink the blood and eat the nail clippings of innocent victims. That's an odd one. Yeah. That's why uh, hmm. a lot of the time, you when you clip your nails, you throw it directly in the trash, so that you know. Is Ramanga, that what you're supposed to do? You're supposed to. Oh. Um, you're not supposed to throw your nails outside, or else it could attract a romanga. Okay. I know. I know. I think that's just one of those things, like, hey, clean up your toys, or or Kamakucha is going to come after you, and it's just like it's the chupa chupa. He's yeah, going to yeah, right. toys. <laughs> it's just like it's just like a, a scary story to get people to like be hygienic. <laughs> yeah, it's a scary story. For scary story. Scary stories to tell your children, uh, and, and to keep their toe clip clippings clean. Yes, um, I was disappointed to find that Japan doesn't really have any, you know, natural vampire myth. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are yokai who do suck blood. I was going to say, force. yeah, there. I, I knew about that. But I guess, well, but if a chupacabra is like vampire adjacent, I feel like that's vampire adjacent too. Yeah. 
There's so, so many. There's so that's, many. That's some of the stuff with like mythology where there's so many overlaps um, in in certain cryptids and creatures and 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 whatnot that it's kind of just like, eh. I mean, everything's technically something else, <laughs> you know. Everything is something else. <laughs> Tell your kids about it. You know, it's like there there's not too many very unique uh, mythological cryptid creatures. No, there's not. Uh, everything is a copy of a copy. Mm-hmm. Yep. Or a reinterpretation or just a mistranslation, all, all kinds of junk. Yeah. So. Uh, the last one is from China. The I, I really want to pronounce this right, but I'm not going to. The Jiangxi, mm-hmm. uh, which translates into stiff corpse. Uh, have you ever seen? Uh, there's a few interpretations of it. Uh, but there are, in a couple of video games, there's corpses with their arms straight out that hop after you. Mm-hmm. Have you ever seen a clip of Mm-mm. a movie that's done that? Mm-mm. Well, those are Yangshi. Those are Chinese vampires. Um, they suck the key. They suck. Of a person. Yeah, the life force. Yeah, the life force. Uh, so that's... So... That's the you, whole thing. you either have the spiritual life force or the physical life force, aka blood. But exactly, either way, it drains life. Is the minimum requirement? Is what I'm gathering. Yeah, basically. Gotcha. Um, and there are several different ways to kill a vampire. I, steak. I, take them out to a nice steak I'm just dinner. Ksh, 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 do some air quotes here. Right. Um, one of them was to remove the hearts and the livers, to grind them up and burn them, uh, feed the ashes to the victims let them die a few hours later because they're dying of tuberculosis and you know vampire don't make a good vaccine (laughs) right um another way was prone burial um have you ever seen a prone burial before are you buried prone well you're buried with your head on the bottom of the coffin (laughs) um a lot of the time so upside down yeah you're buried upside down Okay. It's like how, you know, the old joke about how you bury lawyers? How, like in so the you ground? Can, well, you bury them <laughs> upside down so that you can park your bike somewhere. Where did you get, what is that? I don't Who know. says this? My uncles. <laughs> Are they vampires? Because that's just not normal. Um, but yeah, there, there have been hundreds of thousands of prone burial sites found all over the They're world. Revert, like buried upside down. Basically, you're buried on your tummy, not is on your back. Is that supposed to be like un, 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 uh, unholy? Th- like that's yeah. how you bury unholy things? Yep. You can't crawl out. I, know. I think you could. I know. I, Uma Thurman could for sure. <laughs> Definitely. She, with the, the strength of her butt alone, could get her out of some <laughs> sticky situations. Um, I'm just imagining her one inch punching with a butt cheek. Just, and it's very funny. Just three, two, one, clinch. <laughs> um another way is like you said um steak the steak a well seasoned steak specifically a steak of holly uh because holly is a holy holly is plant. the nicest cow okay i love you it's so the, much is the holy plant it's a holy plant okay it's there's used, more than one yeah uh holly Catholics. is used in a lot of <laughs> I would think like the grapevine because that's the one Jesus talked about. If anything, you there, think Catholics listen to Jesus? Spoiler alert: There's no such thing as a holy plant. I I'm just saying. What you're gonna get the Catholics in a tizzy? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm all just, right. I'm just saying. Of all the things, of all the, uh, the all, of all the holy things, plants are very low on the list. Yeah. Let me put it that way. I, I forget the entire reason. You, you can come for me in the comments. 
Uh, but you, the idea behind the stake is nailing them literally into their grave. They can't really? get out. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. So, like, if you can't kill it, just make sure it can't get up. Exactly. Maybe. Interesting. Fun fact. You can visit Mercy Brown's grave. Really? Yeah. Well, in- I mean, I'm, I, well, no, I'm, well, I guess I kind of imagine so, but then yeah. I, I also feel foolish because of how many times people just, like, remodel on mm-hmm. top of like old grave sites yeah uh, in exeter there is a very prominent cemetery uh that has not only mercy brown's grave but supposedly the stone that they burned her heart on as well as the crypt that she was kept in hmm. interesting um, yeah i learned about that in atlas obscura nice yeah you can also visit sarah tellinghouse's grave but that one's not confirmed gotcha yeah. interesting um another way to kill a vampire is comes from the book Dracula, mm-hmm. which is you feed them Holy Communion. <laughs> yeah. That's not suspicious at all. Not suspicious. Well, one hey, of the hey hey Dracula, you want you want some crackers and, some and crackers? grape juice? This seems very odd. Is this American custom? What? What? <laughs> Why you want bread? <laughs> this is not meal. What am I, cat? <laughs> do you cat eat bread oh gosh holy crackers uh, <laughs> oh my god Jesus! I would just love to see someone trick a, a, a vampire into communion <laughs> it would be funny <laughs> I um, feel like that's just I feel like all communion is, is coerced <laughs> I mean, hi hi you might be wondering why I've all called you here um, I've just fed you all my body and blood <laughs> hey guess what cannibalism <laughs> yeah do this for the next few thousand years and maybe I'll come back and explain why <laughs> maybe um, um, but yeah, a, a lot of time to I, repel I, vampires, they will crush up Holy Communion, put them around the person that they're trying to protect, uh, and garnish them in I garlic feel flowers. Like that's not how communion works. It's not. And, and I just want to point out, I, I make fun of religious practices, but I, not because the we religion are itself. Yeah. Um, I, I think church things are silly and funny. I don't mind traditions. I just, it's, it's just funny when, like, for instance, when communion is given so much, it's, it's crackers and grape juice, guys. Yeah. Like, it's not supernatural. Yeah, I mean, I acknowledge... The only thing supernatural is that we continue to do this stuff. Yeah, I, I wear a rosary because fashion, not because, you know... It's, because it's cool. It's cool. Um, it's cool It's heck. a neat little thing. And and same thing, even if you have, like... And I'm a big fan of grounding. I'm a big fan of, like, the, the power of stuff in, mm-hmm. in, in moments, you know? Um, I use things to distract myself um, when I'm like just spiraling in anxiety and everything. I get that. And that's kind of what rosaries are is it's mm-hmm. this physical grounding uh, when you're going through uh, prayers and, and all. Or, it, it's just this thing. And, and it can be special, but it's not special because the priest said so. It's just special if you make it special. Like it's, yeah. it's you know, it's, it's, it's either an inhaler or battery acid. You decide. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Good reference, baby. Gazebos. Oh, it's gazebos. So. But yeah, um, that is that's how you kill a vampire. I, I'm liking all this history. I'm liking the the actual education happening on this Thank show. Thank you. That's Listen, very cool. That's what's uh, that's what happens when Boop's in charge. Exactly. I bought a book about exorcisms recently, episode. so we'll see how that we're, we'll see where that goes. It it might be a fun one. Yeah, yeah. We have a few more, uh, at least one or two more uh, spooky nerdy verses to do, yeah, do. later. Um, like I mentioned, we have our our hundredth. Uh, nerd herder episode to do um so we've got to get that out yeah uh but otherwise we're trying to focus on things like this coincide with the spooky season and everything yeah um kind of back to history 
Oh, okay. What were you gonna say? No, I was. I just thought we were moving on to the the, the fictional universe. Now. Well, we're getting there. Okay. Yes, definitely. Sure. Um. So Take among it away. Bram Stoker's papers was not only you know Mercy Brown's story, but also a record of the family line of. Oh, I'm gonna say it wrong, and I hate that. Vlad Draculaar, mm-hmm. son of the dragon, because Vlad, his father Vlad. was the dragon. Exactly. He was the Count That's, of Carpathia. Is that what Dracula means? Yes. Dragon? Kinda. It, it's a bastardization of Dragul. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. It's in, it's very interesting. Uh, like if you that. go through all of his notes, you really see, you know, a lot of ties to our past. Yeah. I, you know, not only was, you know, Vlad the Impaler, one of his notes. Uh, it also ties back to uh, Elizabeth Bottry, who was the countess who bathed in bl- the blood of her victims, supposedly. Hmm. Yeah, like, I mean, it, it's understandable you'd see such, like, real-world connections. It's just, it, it's definitely, in- I mean, sometimes reality is just more interesting than fiction, mm-hmm. um, for sure. And I'm going to say, I'm going to go ahead and say, I might get stuff wrong in this episode, but you know what? We ain't experts. I ain't no expert. You can correct me later. Um, But. Or not. You're not an expert either. Exactly. Step off. Let me have fun. You you bumping grass, (laughs) Bo. No, I'm just kidding. Um, Let's have fun with vampires. Exactly. (laughs) So after, you know, Bram Stoker writes his magnum opus, one of the best books ever written. Bram Stoker's Dracula is the one they made into a movie with the boobs on the head, right? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, let me right? get there, please. <laughs> I'm just I'm just trying to remember. I knew I knew one movie was like yes. touted out as the most accurate Dracula. It's not. Because that's like such a I, I like I I'm discovering that's such a argue like the same way it's just it's like, oh so is it argued. George Lucas's Star Wars? It's like, well how faithful is you know, Bella Lugosi's portrayal and all this other stuff. And that's the thing is Bella Lugosi wasn't even the first. Which is is interesting too, just to consider how much inspired even Bram Stoker, how any one character or director could have been like, Hey, I I like this part especially of mm-hmm. the lore. Let's let's do that more. Um Dracula yeah. being such a an amalgamation of, of real life characters, it's hard to at all be like which one's the most realistic or, or, or yeah. faithful or whatever. So Yeah. Okay. So Bram Stoker writes Dracula. Dracula. Which is a fantastic book. It's a classic. If you've never read it, I highly recommend. It can be a bit of a brick. If it's you're old. not used to it's it. It's, it's very like, it's very old. That that that's uh something you kind mm-hmm. of have to continue. You have to with. keep it in its context. Yeah, like it you lose the story if you update mm-hmm. I, like if you replace parts of Abraham Lincoln's axe. It's no longer his axe. If mm-hmm. you modernize parts of Dracula, I don't think it's Bram Stoker's Dracula anymore. So. Yeah. Um, and, you know, it's written as a an account through the journal of Jonathan Harker, uh, one of the first victims Interesting. of Dracula. I like stories like that. Yeah. It, it's very well written. Uh, it's written mostly from the perspective of Jonathan Harker, but can it's you also... Tell I haven't read it. Yes, <laughs> we can, but it's okay. Uh, you're not a huge fan of vampire stories. No, I'm not a big fan of classic movie monsters in general. I know it it starts in books and everything, but mm-hmm. I, you know, I like in general the the typical classic uh, creatures and villains of horror that we think of 
Um, I'm not a huge fan of. It's a Beatles situation where I don't like the music, but I respect the craft and, yeah. and what they've done. Um, and, and now I will say I definitely have an appreciation for those older films than I do older films in general. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I'm just not a fan of um, up and coming early cinema. Uh, but I think something about horror kept this very uh, theatrical, and I and I mean like physical theater kind of style to it. It was very ah, yes. um, elevated, you know, uh, and it it cast uh, actors and characters like it was a theater that just happened to be filmed. And so something about it does win me over more than just you know Casablanca yeah. or, or or the likes, but. Even still, it's just one of those things where it's just like, I can appreciate it, but it's fine over there. I don't, yeah. I don't, it's not any of my favorites. And that's fair. And that's fine. Um, whereas I grew up watching Turner Classic movies with my mother. Mm-hmm. So I was introduced to the Universal Monsters before any other horror in my life. So that's, that's kind of where that my love came from. Um, I, de- I definitely, it, went, it was reversed for me, I think, because um, there wasn't any plan. Mm-hmm. It was just, oh, I've watched these things and that makes me interested in this, but I missed the boat on these things because now I can't appreciate them comparatively. Yeah, I was encouraged to watch the classics before anything else and read the classics before anything else. Sometimes, sometimes it's the right thing to do. I, yeah. I, I honestly think that's why I don't like Exorcist is because I'd seen so much worse uh, before that. So I'm just yeah. like, this is not scary and, and therefore the not very along. good to me. The Exorcist 3. You watched that. It got better. Well, because it started doing new things. But um, yeah, yeah, the the original, I mean, it's the same with like, you know, uh, after watching Halloween Kills, I watched Halloween, the the original. And it's just like, man, you really can't compare. Mm -mm. Like, it's just, it's not anywhere near the same uh, sort of film and everything. So, yeah. Um, But yeah, so not quite my forte, but definitely still interesting regardless. Oh, yeah. Um, And I'll say... Personally, one of the scarier adaptations for me is the first adaptation, which is the German expressionism film uh, Nosferatu. 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 Uh, referenced in SpongeBob, uh, which was the first time I. Why is saw it Nosferatu him. and not Dracula, though? Uh, I forget. Okay. <laughs> um, it's Fair an enough. adaptation of the stage play, which was written by Bram Stoker, of course, because, you know, he's a stage performer, stage. Uh, manager Mm -hmm. Um, so they toured all around London and Germany with the stage play before everything else Um, in 1922 uh, the uh, yep German expressionism film Nosferatu came out um, directed by F.W. Murnau cool he's dead he's (laughs) (laughs) yeah astute observation Um, and it was starring Max Schreck in heavy makeup, obviously. Uh, this this is one of those films, I think, for me, it's just one of those, like, you appreciate it for cinema's sake, not necessarily for quality's sake, mm-hmm. because it's just one of those things where it's just like, look at how to make a good suspenseful movie. Mm-hmm. Um, look at how to uh, cast and direct a creature Dude. as your main character. Okay. German expressionism film is the only thing that really genuinely unsettles me when it comes to horror. Because it, if you've ever seen um, The Cabinet of Dr. Caligari, it's so mind-bendingly weird looking. 
it's it's completely silent except for the music that's playing in the background and they do such a good job of you know meeting those highs and lows of the story that's why i think it's the scariest adaptation in my opinion you know the last movie that scared me which was it was uh a david lynch it was uh, eraserhead really you yeah like that eraserhead? was the last time i was scared of a movie and that was probably 17 years ago um which part just in general, you I mean, the way you talk about unsettling film for you, like that's what triggered that. Of it makes just me like, uncomfortable. When was the last time I actually felt like I enjoy uh, many a horror film, mm-hmm. but when's the last time I felt what they intended me to feel? Yeah. Um, yeah, something about that is just unsettling to me. That's uh, fair. Especially the the weird baby thing. And I like the lady it, in the radiator scared me. It's supposed to do that. Um, I think, and I don't know if it was a David Lynch film, but there's also a Peter Weller film he stars in um, that's very similar, where it's like uh, he, he's an exterminator or something. And oh, uh, um, the Naked Lunch. Yes. Oh my gosh, that's another Love one. Love that movie. Where David Cronenberg. It's just like, ugh. And that's the thing. I love Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the fly is probably one of my favorite horror remakes, horror films. I, I just, I love that movie. It's probably my only favorite, um, what's his face? Uh, Love Finds a Way. Um, <laughs> Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum. Like, I, I That's generally your favorite, don't, Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> I generally don't like that man, except in The World According to Jeff Goldblum. I like him when he's being him. I don't like him when he's being him as a character. It's a Nicolas Cage thing where it's like, this, wow. is, this isn't a character. This is just you. I, you got paid millions of dollars just to be you. Since you mentioned <laughs> him, I have to mention yes, my Vampire's favorite Kiss. vampire movie. No, you cannot. Which it, it is you my cannot. favorite vampire movie. Okay. I will let you. I, I give it to you that it's your favorite Nicolas Cage, but you cannot tell me. It is a vampire you movie. You cannot tell me that's your There's favorite. There's vampires in that movie. Yes, but that's better than any of. That's better than Blade Trinity. Yes. Oh my gosh. Here's the thing is that favorite does not automatically mean the best. I I know you like Super Mario Brothers. Exactly. I just thought you had some class. (laughs) I have a lot of class. (laughs) Am I getting rude to you? Alba. (laughs) It's 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 at least a fun movie. I'll give you that. But oh my gosh, that is my favorite vampire movie. My Um, favorite uh, Dracula adaptation is Nosferatu the Vampire, uh, directed by Van Hassel. This is the seventy-eight or seventy-nine. The, the remake-y one. Yes, yeah, it's it's very. It's I like the very effects so better in that one, but man, you do a really good Herzog. Thank you. That's weird. Stop it. <laughs> That's creepy. <laughs> I would like to see that. <laughs> um. Uh oh, I didn't think about this. Um, because I I knew ahead of time what I wanted yeah. to say. I I really like that crypt crypt keeper movie that's got the vampire, uh, the ladies. Yeah. What's that movie called though? Um, I can look it up. I mean, I didn't, like I literally just said, I yeah. didn't put too much thought into And you know what? Uh, I found out recently that you had never seen any of the original Dracula movies. Nope. Like, um, you had never seen the... I've Bella only Gosi. seen The Hammer. Um, ah, yes. I've only seen any any of the classic stuff. I've really only seen Universal Hammer horror. films. Yeah. Well, they're both horror. They're both Hammer. Yes, but they're, they, they are a divided line. Yes. Um, so, like, it... It was when they really did this big, like, these were some of the original shared universes. Before the MCU, mm-hmm. before any of this stuff, there were universal horror yep. films and, yeah, and Dracula hammer films. Yeah, Dracula and horror. 
Yeah, like you had Dracula I mean, and uh, it, Frankenstein. It was like what Frankenstein's Toho monster. Did. It was like we'll have a giant monster movie over here, a giant movie monster over here, and then we'll put them together. Exactly. It, it was the same concept because that's um, what people wanted to see. Yeah, it was really it was really interesting, and so um, Freddy versus Jason was not the first. And with that, though, you got very distinct. So again, Bella Lugosi being much more the universal horror. Uh, face of Dracula, but then you kind of trade off to Christopher Lee for Who the Hammer films. Um, very different Draculas, very different films. It you, you go from the 30s to the 60s, 60s, 60s. I think. Uh, it they they span quite a while. But, yeah, and you um, get you know the addition of color into yes these movies, which does so much for selling. You know, this is a blood sucking vampire. Don't get me wrong, Bella Lugosi, Bordello of Blood. There you go. That's the movie. Um, I I just that's I love Crypt Keeper and yeah. It, there's He's that great. and there's one other movie. I just really enjoyed this. This was like my first real like. This is about vampires and I enjoy this movie mm-hmm. kind of thing. You know, that's fair. I I I think I kind of latched onto vampires as a cool movie monster creature uh, from a young age because you know I was I was told to read Dracula. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know I. Just, I like vampires. They're cool looking. I, I think for me, like I said, it's just I saw other things. So like my expectations of horror and horror monsters and everything just was very different. Um, and, and I just don't think that some of those uh, interests were met in some of the more classic stuff because it, it's just very different approaches and everything. Yeah. Um, whereas I'm again might appreciate it. It's just very much like I wish I, I wish it was more. I mean, I, I, you know, just not to. Uh, continue on with the same illustration, but with like Halloween, mm-hmm. I enjoy how they characterize Michael Myers. Now they have now retroactively realized, Oh, this is a scary monster of a man. He's a tank that can't be stopped. And that's the scariest thing about him. Yeah. When you watch the first film, you don't get that from this guy. No, you he's do not. You get a foot, held tilty. Yeah. He's five foot 10. He, he just, he's not characterized as this brutish evil man. Mm-hmm. And so it's just one of those things where it's just like that is Bella Lugosi's Dracula versus, um, I mean, even the likes of the uh, Dracula from the 2005 Van Helsing movie. Oh, that's Richard at, Roxburgh. That's at least a much better and more fiery yes. portrayal. I, I like that. We love Van Helsing. Yeah, it's a really, we really love good it movie. so much. Very good non-X-Men Hugh Jackman yes. movie. And just in general, like that, that was one of the best movies of the 2000s in my it it really could have been, um, I mean, it kind of used a lot in, in one movie, but it really could have been the start of the next classic mm-hmm. horror boom. They have tried so many times to do The problem Universal is they Monsters. try and modernize it. The, yes. I, I really think that's the biggest thing. Take I think, to the bridge. I think some of these characters are just so contextualized, you can't do it except in its original I agree. form. I, you know, uh, I, like when they did Dracula... Uh, not Dracula 2000. No. Oh my gosh. Okay, we got to get movie. to the list at some point. Different movie. But um, it was the same era of like I Frankenstein where it's just like, yeah. what, what is, what is, okay, it yeah. just doesn't work. Luke Evans playing Dracula oh was pretty good. I just, yeah, that's the movie I'm thinking of. Yeah. Um, I just completely remembered Underworld. Yeah. That mm-hmm. was the first, I think that was, I, I made the comparison to Van Helsing, but I think yeah. that was when I was just like, Kate Blanchett. Oh, the, these are... You're not... No. Kate Blanchett. Kate Beckinsale. Yes. Kate's... Okay. Oh, my gosh. Get off my butt. I'm very different Kate's there. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, that and 
And those are not scary movies. Not in the slightest. Whatsoever. They have Michael Sheen being a werewolf. Great. My favorite Michael Sheen. Yeah. <laughs> not um, Aziraphale? No. Wow. Yeah. No, I like him as the scraggly boy. He is a good scraggly um, boy. And he dies. So anyway, yeah, I, I just, I like that portrayal. That's mm-hmm. the way you modernize it is you don't make them scary. Like, yeah. That, like they did that very well, I think. It, it was a lot of fun to watch. Yeah. I'm sad that it tapered off there, but you at least got two really good movies, yeah. I think. Um, let's talk about some of the actors that have played Dracula. Yeah, take it away. Um, so obviously Max Shrek being the first, um, on film. Really? On film, yes. Oh, oh, that's right. You mentioned that because yeah, nineteen twenty-two. Uh, he was one of the best, in my opinion. Uh, you also had Bella Lugosi, obviously. I, I like the no- original Nosferatu for the physical performance yes, absolutely it's the same reason i appreciate a lot of doug jones characters where he does nothing but physically act mm-hmm. because that's something so unique and significant it's a very big thing we don't realize is a big thing in in acting is the physical side of that you can read uh with all the emotion in your heart but sometimes it's just how you don't say anything and it's mm-hmm. what you do and so yes i can appreciate nosferatu for that sake uh yes. both versions i think which is, of course, the a second one movie. talks too much. Okay, okay. Klaus Kinski as Nosferatu, Dracula. That dude. Okay, it, I haven't. He I, is not a good person. Really? The real dude know. is not a really? good person. No. Is he one of those like ridiculous actors that gets way too into it and is a butt to everybody else? Yes, but he is also a sexual assaulter. Really? Yes. Oh gosh. So he is not a cool dude. Um. The fact that he So both is... the person and the character deserve a steak. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Not a steak, a steak. Right. Um it extra pepper. It gets weird in Nosferatu in Venice because it just it goes off the rails. But yes, that's my favorite adaptation. Not my favorite Dracula. That's fair. If that makes sense. That's fair. Uh you also have the likes of Jeff Goldblum in a um, full motion video game. Uh Goosebumps. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Doesn't count. Uh, back to Bella Lugosi, though. <laughs> uh, I did like him. Bella Lugosi's uh, when, great. When I went back and watched some uh, snippet, which, by the way, all of his movies are apparently on YouTube. Oh, yeah. Uh, I discovered that. I didn't have He's time to watch all of actor. those. But um, in watching clips, I really I really liked, again, he, it was that very theatrical uh, kind yeah. of portrayal where it's basically... Because he was a theater actor. Right. And, and that's what lends itself so well, I think, to that kind of character. So, I like, he definitely paved the way for the likes of Christopher Lee to add on to that sort of um, atmosphere and, and, and character and everything. Mm-hmm. So And Christopher Lee, of course, who is one of the best actors of a generation. He's who I think of. Yeah. He, he just, I, I, you know, I try to compare and everything, but he's still just who I see in my head mm-hmm. uh, when I think of Dracula. And I'm not naming every single actor who played Dracula because that is well over 100. Thank you very what, much. What about the Chad bro from Blade Trinity? Yes, the Chad the, Broke from Blade The Trinity. best version of, of Dracula. He was also date. in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Dracula? Yes. Nice. How are you going to have a movie of, or a show about vampires and you're not going to have Dracula? I don't know. They had an episode about a dummy, like a doll. I yeah. remember that. That's literally the only Buffy the Vampire episode I've seen. I need to sit you down and make you watch Buffy. Please don't. <laughs> Too bad. It's happening. Josh Whedon wasn't cool until Avengers. I'm sorry. Eh. Eh. Uh, we're getting off track. Uh, As we tend to do. He's also been played by Gary Oldman, who 
absolutely the boobies on my the head. The boobies on <laughs> yeah. his head. I, I'm sorry. Ever since watching Transylvania, I can't. Uh, I can't yeah. not compare those two now. Yeah, uh, he's also <laughs> played by Mel Brooks. Wasn't wasn't um, Keanu Reeves in that movie? Yes. With um, yes, he was Gary Oldman doing a very bad accent. Well, that's you've got boobies on your head. Yes, that is almost exactly <laughs> the accent that he did. Oh, because gosh. he is I would fresh watch it off for of Bill and Ted. I love Keanu. Let's watch it. I'd watch it for Keanu. We need to watch it because there. That is a if this vampire goes movie. over fifty-five miles an hour, he explodes. <laughs> I love you so much right now. Um, he has also been played by Adam Sandler. Blah blah blah. In the Hotel Transylvania movies. I think he does fine. He does great. Uh, only the first two. Uh, wasn't it the third one that replaced him? Or there, there was I one. Don't he think got replaced so. at some point. Someday. I, I don't know. I thought I'd heard that. Um, that movie's he does fine. fine. Yeah. I really liked the first movie. I was mad about the second movie. It's not like the Kung Fu Panda trilogy where they, all, all three of them. progressively get better. so good. Um, oh, I love those movies. They're so good. Um, yeah, I, I thought he it's did meh. fine. I mean, as far as Adam Sandler status goes, he did fine. And then in the Castlevania games, you have Count Alucard at one point. Yeah. <laughs> um, who I think, I think is a Belmont. I think. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But Dracula is the main villain of the first few uh, Castlevania games, as well as I think in the anime, which I really need to watch. If I love Castlevania. If you haven't um, played any of the Castlevania games, it's fine. There's a really easy They're way so to catch good. up on them. Go uh, look up Ninja Sex Party <laughs> and listen to their song about Castlevania. It's not Ninja Sex Party. It's it? Starbomb. It's Starbomb. Oh, that's Star right, because Aaron's in it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Starbomb, Castlevania. Crashervania. It, it's yeah. amazing. It's one of I love the it so goofiest much. songs. It's so great. We listen to it all the time. There's no reason to be so talented and yet it so comedic. It was dark and spooky Halloween night. <laughs> I, will, I will sing the entire song right now, but I don't want to. No, and we don't have the time. No, we don't. Um, do you have anything else to throw in here as we wrap up? Uh, thank yeah. you so much. And, and everyone on the internet, thank Poop for this wonderful episode. Thank Poop. Uh, learned something, chatted uh, about some um, vampires, our favorites, and Obviously, the the, yeah. the floor is open to you guys to let us know uh, who your favorite Dracula, what your favorite vampire movie is. If any of you say Blade, get out. Um, <laughs> don't you like Blade? I'm just kidding. I do. I like Blade. Yeah. Oh, I oh, don't oh. like Wesley Snipes, but I like Blade. One more thing. One more person who's played Dracula. Mm -hmm. My friend Graham in a high school production. <laughs> It's him doing his Bella Lugosi impersonation. Blah, blah, blah. Which I, I told him that he needs to find video of that. So hi, Graham. Please do, and we'll put it on the internet and immortalize him forever. Yes. Um, so yeah, that, yeah, that's, that's, that's the show. That's the show. Cool. I had a lot of fun doing minimal research for this episode because it was kind of last minute. showing up because yeah. that is what I contributed. I hope you learned something today. I did. I, I I I enjoyed the real life history of vampirism and... Also, just the world view of uh, vampirism. We kind of get stuck in our ways of how we view things, uh, mm -hmm. thanks to media and everything. So it's nice to see that um, the the myth and legend of life suckers has yeah. spanned all across uh, the world yeah. in, in history. And something that I remembered just now that I was going to mention earlier, mm -hmm. uh, the reason that vampires do not show up on film is because cameras basically run on mirrors. 
Oh, old cameras. Old digital cameras. cameras. Digital cameras. I would like to see how that plays in. You can capture Dracula on a digital camera, uh, not a shutter camera. Yeah. yeah. Not anything involving a mirror. So there you go. Interesting. Um, so yeah, turn it over to you guys. Let us know, uh, like I said, your favorite Dracula. Let us know if we offended you with our uh, horror film opinions. Um, and yeah, Get over it. Um, tell us whether or not Vampire's Kiss is <laughs> the best. Please, of the best. watch. Okay, y'all, you need to watch Vampire's Kiss. You don't need to, you but... You need to. If you are a fan of me, if you're a fan of Nicolas Cage... <laughs> well, if they're a fan of you, then they have to. All, all must do is the book request. Kiss. Um, thank you to uh, our patrons uh, for supporting us for this um, and, and everything. I mean, the fact that we're coming up to 100 uh, episodes for the main show is quite and fantastic and awesome and we have had um, some patrons that have been with us for that entire time i'm looking at you rebecca looking at you um i'm not but but figuratively i'm looking at you um right behind you being a werner herzog get out (laughs) (laughs) it's it's werner herzog get get out but what if i become flula (laughs) would you rather i become flula no i'd rather nothing all right, now that the Germans are gone, um, be on the lookout for our 100th episode coming soon. <laughs> the lookout for Vanessa. Oh, my God. Um, yeah, I can't think of anything else because I just want to I want to end the Germans and this at this wow. point. Wow. <laughs> wow. Not all of them, just Werner Herzog. Your wife Herzog. is German. Uh, like tenths. <laughs> A tenth. My, my grandmother's maiden name was Kurzendorfer, sir. That is not true. <laughs> That's not a real name. It's <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, we'll be back with more spooks, more Star Wars, and all that good stuff. Be sure to check out the description for the, all the important links to all the important stuffs. And yeah, sleep, 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 sweet. Uh, sleep with steaks and garlic, I guess. Sleep, sleep with steaks.